0: Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about things that are obsolete. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the word obsolete. When something is obsolete, it means that we don't really use it anymore. It means that it's something that was invented a long time ago. Something that was used for a period of time and now isn't used anymore or has like very little use. Some of the things that I'll be talking about some people still use but most people don't. So, welcome to this English lesson about things that are obsolete. Things like these two things here. If you uh know what these are uh you can try and guess. I'll explain what each of those are later. Um the one thing here I used a lot as a kid. I really enjoyed using the thing that allowed me to record my voice and music. So, anyways, once again, welcome to this English lesson about Things that are obsolete. These are cassette tapes or these were called cassette tapes and they were something that you used in a cassette recorder or we sometimes just called it a tape recorder. Uh when I was a kid around 11 or 12, I bought my first radio that had a cassette recorder in it. So, I could put a cassette tape in, close it. I could press record and I could record my voice. I don't know where those tapes are but they they would be early recordings of Bob the Canadian uh, as a young child. So, cassette tapes, no one really uses these anymore. They are definitely obsolete. We had something else when I was young called a mixtape. A mixtape was when you took a cassette tape and you recorded all of the songs that you liked on it. Sometimes, you recorded them from the radio. Sometimes, you could record a tape from another tape. Uh but we would create something called a mixtape. If you ever watched Guardians of the Galaxy, uh that movie uh the main character has a mixtape of uh songs that I think his mom used to play. So, cassette tapes, kind of obsolete. Vinyl records. Now, these are obsolete in the sense that most people don't use vinyl records anymore. We would buy albums or records. We used two names in Canada and it would have all songs from an artist or band and you would play it on a record player. So, we called them vinyl records. You would play them on a record player. Um by the way, they had really nice, I liked album covers and I liked reading the front and back of albums. These though have made a bit of a comeback. So, they're generally obsolete. Most people have music on their phones now. That would be the primary place but these have made a bit of a comeback. Some people do still like to buy records. They like to buy vinyl records and some artists and bands will even put their music out on vinyl records still. Compact discs. So, the compact disc was pretty cool. This came out when I was in university around that era, right when I was finishing high school and starting university, this was the primary way that I purchased music as a young person. I bought compact discs. I didn't buy a lot of cassettes or vinyl records. That was a little bit the end of my era. Um but I did buy compact discs. We just called them CDs. I had a large CD collection. I still do. It's probably in the basement. I don't use it anymore all of the music now i get uh um, basically from streaming services like spotify or google music but a compact disc or cd um was just a collection of recordings of music songs uh comedy sketches etc cetera, etc cetera. and you would put it in a cd player that's what we called it uh and you would hit play movie rentals so i lived in the era where There was no Netflix. There were no streaming services. Um if you wanted to watch a movie, you either had to wait till it was on TV at a certain time or you went to a movie rental store. So, Blockbuster Video was the biggest place. We used to go and rent one or two movies on a Friday and then we would return the movies on a Saturday. Initially, we rented VHS tapes. I'll talk about those in a little bit. But eventually, we also were able to rent DVDs and then we didn't really rent Blu-rays. I think by the time DVDs were starting to fade out, we we just had a lot of stuff online at that point. But movie rental stores, movie rental shops definitely don't really exist anymore in Canada. Definitely obsolete. Film cameras. So, these are uh, cameras where you have to put film in. You can see this person purchased, I think we would say, speed 400 speed film or ISO. Uh, and you would put film in the camera, close the back door, don't open the door until you're done taking pictures. Uh, you would take a picture and then you would either click it to advance the film or it would do it automatically. Um, I had a camera when I was young that did it automatically. And then you would when you were done, you needed to take the film to a development place, a developer. Um and most stores did this and you would drop off the film and then you would pick it up the next day or eventually, they had one hour photo where they would, you could drop your film off and do some shopping, come back an hour later and pick it up and it would be all done. But film cameras are obsolete but also, I should be careful here. Some things are completely obsolete. But some things are mostly obsolete. Film cameras are still used by some people. Um one of my kids has a film camera. I think it's similar to vinyl records. Some people like the sound of a vinyl record and some people like to take photos with film. But the vast majority of the world uses a digital camera now. Language labs. So, I don't even know how to describe these if you aren't as old as me. If you were at school or university, they might have had a language lab. When I went to university, there was a language lab and the professor would assign listening and you would go to the language lab and you would sit and then you would put on headphones and then they would play a French lesson or a Spanish lesson or whatever language you were learning. Um and then you could also Push a button to record yourself talking in that language and the professor could look at it later. I don't think schools use these anymore. They just use laptops and computers and some people just use their phone with an app in order to do their listening and speaking practice but a long time ago there were language labs and maybe there still are. Let me know if they if you know that there still are but uh, in my world. I I haven't seen a language lab for a long time. A fax machine. This one is mostly obsolete. We still have a fax machine at work. There are I think two companies where if we order something we still need to fax it to them but that is rare. Um a fax machine of course you put a piece of paper in. It scans the paper and sends the information over the phone line. And at the receiving end, another fax machine recreates the document. It's similar to a photocopier except the copy comes out somewhere else. Does that make sense? You put paper in, it scans it, and it comes out. I could send my friend a fax. So, if I had a piece of paper here, I could put it in my I can still fax with my computer I think but I don't have a phone line hooked up. Um but it would take an image. It would scan an image, send it and the other person would have it. The word fax by the way comes from the English word facsimile and a facsimile is something that looks the same as the original. So, it is basically the same word as a copy. Floppy disks. So, my computer does not have a floppy disk drive. You would put a floppy disk in a floppy disk drive. A long time ago, computers didn't have a hard drive inside of them. And so, you needed a floppy disk to use the computer. The floppy disk would maybe have the operating system or another piece of software on it. You would use one first to boot the computer up. You would use the other one to load the piece of software that you want to use. I know this is very so that in the winter, the sun is low on the horizon and the sun's coming all the way from my kitchen window and hitting me. That will end soon but I just think it's funny. Whenever I lean forward, my nose gets very bright. Anyways, I'm off topic. Floppy disks. These disks weren't actually floppy and what I mean by that is like this business card is floppy. Originally, floppy disks were big and they weren't rigid like these floppy disks. Like these are kind of hard and rigid. You can't bend them. But originally floppy disks you could bend. Um, but the name stuck. So we just called these floppy disks, even though uh they weren't very floppy at all. Um, so you would have stacks of floppy disks that you could use with your computer. Eventually, you didn't need them to initially use the computer, but you would keep all of your files on a floppy disk typewriters. So I learned to type initially on a typewriter. I had typing class at school by the way, a typewriter is a machine with a keyboard and when you hit the letter it would strike the paper and that letter would show up on the paper. Um when I was in grade 9, uh, I took typing class at school. I was in a room with about 20 25 students and 20 or 25 typewriters. And I do remember one thing about typing class. It was really loud. Whenever the teacher did a drill or when we were practicing, it was a very loud class because of all the typewriters making lots and lots of noise. But a typewriter is definitely obsolete. It was something you would use in order to create documents. Instead of writing by hand which is also not used very much, you would use a typewriter to type a document to create a document. Pagers. So, a pager was an interesting device. It was something that people used before mobile phones, cell phones, smartphones. What it allowed you to do is you could send a message to someone. Initially, a pager just beeped. And if your pager beeped, you knew you had to call a certain number. And then eventually, when your pager went off, it would show you a phone number and you would know who to call. And then eventually, your pager could show you a message. Like this one says, major gas leak at unit 101. Oh, so this is probably some a pager that a firefighter would use. But a pager was a way to notify someone that they were needed. Um and before this, we didn't have any other way to do this. There were no cell phones. There were no uh, there was no way to do it. You basically had to find the person if you needed to contact them. So, pagers were pretty cool. What they allowed you to do is to in English, we would say to get a hold of someone. If you needed to get a hold of them. Uh a long time ago, I had a pager. Um and it would simply let me know if someone had left a phone message. That's how I set it up and then I knew to check my messages. Um I when I ran I ran a little tech company with my brother when I was younger. Uh overhead projectors. So, an overhead projector is if you were ever in school in the eighties or nineties, you might even see one today. It allows you to put a transparent, we call it a transparency. It's kind of like a a plastic piece of um it's not paper but you know what I mean. Something you could write on and it's see through, right? You could see through it. And when you put it on the overhead projector, it would project it onto the wall. Um when Jen taught math classes, by the way, did you know Jen used to be a teacher as well? I don't know if I mentioned that very often. A long time ago. Uh she would use an overhead projector when her and the students were taking up the work. In English when you take up work it means the teacher shows you how to do the work and shows you the answers. So, we would use an overhead projector. I used them in French a little bit um too. Answering machine. Now again, this isn't completely obsolete. Most people don't have an answering machine anymore. Um people call and leave me a message but it's just Um, It's not on my phone. It's in the cloud somewhere probably. Um, So, answering machines were machines you could connect um, to your phone. Actually, you would connect it to the wall and connect your phone to it and then if someone called, they could leave a message. My mom actually still has an answering machine. She finds it simpler because she can just push a button to hear her messages. Um, She also has um, an old-fashioned phone like a landline. Um but uh answering machines. Um I haven't had an answering machine for probably twenty, twenty-five years. It's been a very, very, very long time. Um but yeah, people can call. Um you can record a greeting. So, it's like, hey, Bob the Canadian here. I'm not home right now. Please leave a message. And then, if you phoned, you would hear that. And then, when I came home, I would see on the display uh the number of messages that I had. Encyclopedias. When I was a kid, a man came to our house and he was selling encyclopedias. And I still remember my parents bought like the first six or seven and then they didn't have enough money to buy the rest. So, when I was a kid, the en- the encyclopedia set only went up to like L or M. <laughs> so, if you had to do a project at school, you tried to get pick something that uh was in the first part of the alphabet. Uh encyclopedias are of course They're more detailed than dictionaries. Is that a good way to put it? So, if you wanted to look up anything and get more information, you could look it up in an encyclopedia. If you wanted to know uh, something about England, you could look up England in the encyclopedia. If you wanted to know something about donuts, you could look that up in the encyclopedia and then every volume would have a letter on the spine, you know, A through Z. Um, But this was replaced of course with Things like Microsoft and Carta. They would put encyclopedias on CD ROMs. So, by the way, CDs, we also called them CD ROMs if they went in a computer. Um and then, of course, Wikipedia is probably the main dictionary or encyclopedia in the world right now. Wikipedia, encyclopedia, you can see where its name came from. Payphones. So, our school used to have a payphone. Um public places used to have payphones and for the most part in canada they're gone um if you go to the mall i don't know if there's a payphone there anymore i know there are still payphones in some countries but in my part of the world like there used to be a phone booth in my local town with a payphone in it that's not there anymore um there used to be one in our school we actually, actually used to have one at the front and back of our school so when students needed to call their parents they could just put a quarter in and use the payphone So, again, a payphone was a phone that you paid to use. Um but pretty much everyone has their own phone right now. So, there's no need for payphones anymore. They have these are definitely few and far between is how I would describe it. And then, there's something called uh landline. Uh landlines are definitely rare at this point in time. A landline is an old type of phone that is not a cell phone or smartphone. We still have a landline um but it it actually isn't a landline if you know what I mean. It's actually it's connected to the internet instead of the phone line. So, let me get back up a bit. There used to be or there still is a wire buried from the road to our house that had a telephone connected to it. That got disconnected a few years ago um but that would be a landline. If you live in an apartment, you might still have a landline. It might just come with the apartment. Um but for me right now, um like my mom I guess has a landline. None of my brothers or sisters have landlines. I just phone them directly on their cell phone. VCRs. So VCRs you would put a VHS tape into a VCR. VCR stands for stands for video cassette recorder. Um, When I was a kid, these were just starting to come out. When I was about thirteen or fourteen, I think. I'm trying to think when my parents bought our first VCR. And mostly, my dad used it to record television shows so he could watch them later. And then, we didn't rent a lot of movies because that wasn't really a thing right away until I was fifteen or sixteen. But, a VCR is something, uh, a cassette player, plays cassette tapes so you can hear things. A VCR plays VHS tapes so you can watch things on a TV or record them. Alarm clocks. I still have an alarm clock. So, this isn't totally obsolete. Uh, I think a lot of people use their phone as their alarm clock. By the way, a lot of things on this list have been replaced with your phone right now. Uh, but an alarm clock is a clock. So, if you need to know what time it is, you can look at it. Uh, but you could also set an alarm. So, beside your bed on your night table, you could set your alarm and then your alarm would go off in the morning. It's very handy to have an alarm clock. I did have an alarm clock like this when I was younger but the one I have now is a little more modern and a little smaller. I just, I don't have my phone. I leave my phone charging by my computer at night. I don't have it on my night table. So, I just use an alarm clock. A Rolodex. I don't know if you remember this. Um this one closest to me isn't actually a Rolodex. I think we would call it an address book but the far one, the one at the far end where it looks like it flips is a Rolodex. This was a way to store people's contact information. So, um my parents when I was a kid used this closest one. You would choose the letter. Like if you needed to call the plumber and you knew his last name was Smith, you would go to S and then you would push a button and it would open and all the people whose last name started with S would be listed there with their phone number. The Rolodex allowed you to just kind of have a card for each person and you could flip it. Um, We don't use these anymore either. Like I I think I have all my contacts in a Google sheet somewhere. Um, I do not have a Rolodex. We also just have a list of phone numbers somewhere but you know most of it's just in my phone, right? Like If I wanna call my sister, I it's just in my phone if I need to call her. I just punch the name of my sister and it dies. It dials her. It doesn't die. It dials. So, this is not obsolete but this is definitely not used as much. By the way, snail mail is a funny term for regular mail. I don't often send letters. In fact, I never send letters in the mail. I do receive birthday cards sometimes in the mail from relatives and I do receive postcards from some of you. My PO box is below. Um do you know what a snail is? A snail is a little creature that moves very slowly. So, when we started using email which is very fast, some people thought it would be funny to call regular mail snail mail. It rhymes and it kind of means the slowest way to send mail. Um so, of course, snail mail would be um by the way, this isn't the official term. It's a funny term. It's just I think we would call it regular mail to send something by regular mail. Um but yeah, you would write a letter, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it and put it in a mailbox. That's how you would send it. Uh and then phone books. So, the phone book, we still do get a small phone book. Um but I don't use the phone book at all. I just look things up online if I need to phone someone. When I was a kid, we would get a phone book. We would actually get two different phone books. One for this area and one for the area beside us. And it was this big book where you could look up anyone's name so you could figure out their phone number. So, phone books definitely not used very much anymore. Maybe used a little bit. Maps, So, I used to have a whole bunch of maps in my vehicle. Um behind the driver's seat, there's like this little spot where you could uh store things and Jen and I would have all our maps there. Um sometimes you would call them road Um we had a book that we called a road atlas. Um but we don't use these anymore. In fact, uh in a week and a half, we're going to Jen's parents. Yeah, I forget the date but um Even though we know how to get there, we still use GPS on our phone because it tells us if a road's closed or if there's an accident. So, yes, some people still like to use maps, road maps, et cetera, et cetera but definitely something that I do not use anymore at all. MP3 players. So, you used to have devices where you could put a whole bunch of music on. Uh maybe you had an iPod that was a kind of MP3 player. Um that's what it was called, right? An iPod? <laughs> so, it's been uh so long since I've used one. I never had an iPod though. I had an MP3 player. Um but uh yeah, it was something that replaced the CD player or the cassette Walkman was the other device. Um so, you could put a ton of music on it and then you could listen to it. Catalogs. This time of year when I was a kid, actually about a month, a month earlier than this, catalogs would come in the mail for Christmas. I loved the Christmas catalogs. A catalog was um like from a store and it was like a booklet or magazine type thing where you could look at all the toys that that store sold and how much they cost and then you could tell your parents, oh, I want that truck or something like that. Um there was one from a store called Sears called the Christmas Wish Book. Um, That was probably my favorite catalog. When I was eight or nine years old, I would look through every page of the toy section of the catalog. But catalogs, mostly you just go online. You find a website and you uh, you use the website to find what you want to buy. Business cards. Some people still use these uh, but most people, um, the last event I went to, you quite often just exchange phones and you put your information into their address book. Um I was at a YouTube event a month ago and that's what we would do. You would just exchange phones like I would hand my phone and you would just put your number in and then give the phone back. A business card is something some people still use. It's a card with your name, the name of your business if it's for a business and your phone number and email address, et cetera, et cetera. But not used as much anymore. Chalkboards. So, again, we use whiteboards at school more than we use chalkboards. We still do have some classrooms with chalkboards, but a whiteboard, you use a whiteboard marker. Um, and it's just a little tidier. You don't get chalk dust on your hands. When I was a young teacher, I would have chalk, like, because I would put my hands in my pockets sometimes. So the top of my pockets would have chalk. <laughs> it was not very nice. Um and so we have gotten rid of most of our uh chalkboards or blackboards. The nice thing also about whiteboards is you can use a variety of colors. You can do that with chalk as well but with um whiteboard markers it's a little nicer. Checks. So there used to be and there still is a way to give someone money if you don't actually have like dollar bills or cash. And that was to write them a check. So, you would write on there Bob the Canadian, $100, uh name and address and then you would give me the check and I could go and deposit it. We still use checks but not nearly as much as we used to. So, a long time ago, everyone used checks to pay each other. Now, we use what's called an electronic transfer. Um so, I don't get a paycheck at work. The money just shows up in my bank account. But if the school like I bought food for my French class the other day and then I give the school the receipt and then the school does still give me a check to reimburse me for that expense. Handwriting. Not exactly obsolete. Definitely not used as much as it used to be. Um most people use a computer or their phone to send messages now. Um which is kind of sad because everyone has their own unique handwriting. So as a teacher, it is nice to see students handwriting still. I find it very creative uh the way students um uh write, but uh, mostly in the world uh we don't use this. And there's two forms of handwriting. There's cursive. This is cursive writing. And then there's printing where you make block letters similar to what a computer would make. An hourglass. So an hourglass, we do still use hourglasses for some board games. We have some games where there's a little tiny hourglass when you play the game with other people. But for the most part, we use watches, we use our phones, we use clocks on the wall to tell time. The hourglass, by the way, I'm assuming used to the sand would go through the hourglass and it would take one hour. And then you would flip it and that's how you would um, basically be able to keep time for something. The incandescent light bulb. So, most of the light bulbs in my house are now either fluorescent or LED. Those are the two newer types of light bulb. Um, in Canada, it's hard to find an old style light bulb. An old style light bulb has a filament. I think it's made from tungsten. And then, when the electricity goes through the filament, it lights up. It's actually a very inefficient way to create light. A fluorescent light bulb or an LED light bulb uses far less electricity um, in order to make the same amount of light. So, kind of, uh, you save money when you use those types of lights. Although, I did hear. The world's actually brighter at night now because it's cheaper. People just have more lights at night. So, interesting. Like our house has outside lights but a new house would have ten times as many outside lights in Canada because LED lights are cheaper. So, uh dial up. When I use the internet now, it just always works but there was a time a long time ago when you connected your computer through something called a modem to the telephone line. And when you needed the internet, it would dial, and we call it dial up internet. So in Canada, you can have dial up internet. Well, you can't anymore, but you used to have dial up internet or cable internet or what's called DSL, um, or I have Wi-Fi, uh, wireless internet. But a long time ago, it was very slow and it would go beep, beep, beep. I can't make the noise but it would connect to the internet that way. Definitely a very slow way to connect to the internet. By the way, that says I think 2400. It might be bits per second. I don't even think it's bytes per second. That's very slow. I wouldn't be able to live stream using that modem. This is an abacus. I had one as a child. I didn't use it for counting or adding or subtracting but for a long time in history, this was a calculator. This is how you did Uh, did mathematic equations. So, abacus is the way you say it. Uh, You might still see one in an old movie or TV show about an ancient time but uh, definitely, I don't even know how to use one. I should learn how to use one. That'd be kind of fun. I'll watch a video on it this week. And then, there's something called an airship. We also call this a blimp. Um airships, I don't know if they've been replaced with drones now Definitely passenger airships haven't been used for a very long time. Um but we did still use airships for sporting events. This is the Goodyear blimp and I'm wondering if they still do. They probably do so that they can get uh an aerial view of the game or if they just use a drone now because we do have drones that can fly very high and stay in one spot as well.